working at um, one of my previous workplace and they said yeah the ump day i was like what the hell are you on about bruv and the pump you don't get it i was like oh, no i don't like monday tuesday wednesday i was like oh cool so yeah from there i kind of i kind of get it now in it but hey yeah. yes i might say every day is a blessing to be alive every day mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there you go yeah that's how we start that's what i'm saying positive vibes energy 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 mm. yeah. energy energy more energy <clears throat> get me Trust me. But yeah, man, flipping, you know it is, the Call Centre Podcast, episode five. Wow. Myself, Liam, a.k.a. Lee from the News Agents, Lee from the Staircase, Lee from the Balcony, (laughs) Lee from the Bookies. (laughs) Or just call me the Broke Baller, man. But then again, don't call me broke, and I'm not balling either, man. (laughs) <laughs> I've got my guy Brimmer with me, aka Rum. What's going on, bro? You already know, Mister Seventeen Point Five. It's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it, man. Come on, love that muddy waters and that. And then got my guy Kai Gallagher, the man, the myth himself. What's good, bro? What's going on, guys? Kai Gallagher. You got to say both names, yeah. <laughs> Adapt or perish. You know the draw. Now, mate. So great they named him twice in a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah bro um just like off mic and stuff before recording me and Brimmer were kind of just like discussing sort of the benefits or the pros and cons of being from a council estate um yeah or being brought up in like a low income environment you know it's funny because like a lot of people probably can't even relate to a degree of like growing up in a situation where things are not all your ducks are not in a row so to speak mm. Um, so it's funny that we can actually sit here sometimes and just laugh at some things that are normal to us, but that are so alien or foreign to like others that come from like different backgrounds or different like mm. class systems. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, yeah, Brimmer, you've always got a lot to say on this kind of like kind of topics and stuff. So like, yeah, what would you kind of? Yeah, like, I mean, like um, my experience growing up in the council estate is, I, I think, one that I wouldn't want to change. In it, and it's easy for me to say that you know, because um, I guess I am where I am or I've, you know, managed to overcome certain obstacles. It's, I guess it's easy for me to say that, but I, I think I would never change it if I was to do it all over again. Um, I guess you find some of the most toughest people, not just like physically, but mentally in the council estate. But at the same time, you can find some of the most people that have like the most problems and the problems have kind of beaten them in the council estate. So it's, a weird experience growing up at the council estate. Um, I've lived, I guess, all over Southwark most of my life. I grew up in uh, Camwell my early days and then um, eventually moved down to um, Old Kent Road at Bermondsey. Um, lived in the council estate there, but it's not like, um, I guess, the council estates that you catch in like the Mightsville, the state in Brixton or like um, the North Peckham council estate. It's not like 
um, big blocks and stuff like that, but it's, you know, a council estate. And um, yeah, the experiences, man, where do I begin with? It was, yeah, it was, it was experience that I guess I'll never change. Like I say, um, like one of the first things that like living in the council estate does to you is um, obviously first makes you like, um, it builds your resilience and makes you strong. You know, um, you're put, you're, you're living in an area where like, I guess no one has it and they have to go and get it. So whether that's like um, parents working like two jobs, um, you know, doing all types of things to kind of put food on the table for you, you kind of see that and be like, I'm going to take that. Well, you don't think of it at the time in it, but like subconsciously you carry that mentality with you, isn't it? Uh, wherever you go. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, and I use these, I guess, skills today, like, in the council estate I grew up in, Old Kent Road, it's like you see people go through so many things, but they will get out on the other side clean, if you get what I mean. So whether that's like they're struggling with like rent or like, um, yeah, shopping or stuff like that. But um, I think with this conversation, a lot of um, bad light gets put on, I guess, council estates. But I think council estates have some of the best community spirit like um, mm. that you can't find anywhere else. I remember times where like my neighbor would need to borrow sugar or like, you know, hard times I need to like get some eggs from my neighbor. And it's never like they're looking down on you. They're sort of like, we're in this together. We're basically all in the same situation scenario. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of compare that with like some of the council states. Like when I go back to my old estate, there's new builds. I don't sense that community spirit. I don't think people know each other like that anymore. But there's, yeah, there's just there's so many, I guess there's so many benefits to it. We can obviously talk about the bad things and stuff like that. But I think um, the skills you learn, like um, even st- what people call it streetwise, but that second the instinct that you get from living in the council estate. And um, yeah, the strength, you know, like um, in my day-to-day life, if I get knocked back, something bad's happened to me, I don't kind of turn the other cheek or just say, oh, forget about it. But I have the sense that I can get through this. Look, you know what I mean? I've, I've been through this situation. I've had this hardship. I've seen this person go through this hardship. You know, I can do this sort of thing. So yeah, it's, it's not one of those things where, oh yeah, they're from a council estate there. Think one way in it. But I also want to kind of discuss eventually the, uh, the mentality side of it as well, um, kind of growing up in the council estate and how that can sometimes limit you. And some people have the kind of crab, crabs in the bucket kind of mentality thing. So yeah, what, what, was, your, what was your experience that, Lee? Um, yeah, no, I hear exactly what you're saying about like resilience and stuff like that. Um, it's definitely something that I'm sure we've all kind of managed to like gain and sort of maintain going forward. Like, I'm sure we all work in workplaces again with people from different walks of life. Yeah. And it's like the stuff that they moan about or the stuff that they cry about, you know, this whole pandemic situation that we're in at the moment. Yeah. It's like we you just haven't experienced life. There's so much worse that you can like be dealing with inside your own home and stuff like that, or in like your own environment. Like every single day, like I grew up on, yeah, obviously on a council estate. Um, and it's part of my character and it's part of my character that I really, really love. And it isn't mm. just the resilience and it isn't just the, the, the togetherness as well, but it's also that kind of, that feeling of like not being threatened by the littlest of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And kind of knowing that, like, 
I've experienced worse. I've seen worse than what you are moaning about right now or the way yeah. that you're saying you're sort of coming across. I mean, before I even go into like anything to do with like stories and experiences, which I've got like millions and I think we'll be on the call until we <laughs> yeah. A couple um, of hours there. Like, Kai, do you feel like you have any sort of like experience or like examples of situations, be it like a workplace, college, school or whatever, where you've kind of mixed with people from a different walk of life and you've just sort of like looked at your particular life or the way in which you was brought up and the things in which you could have potentially have moaned about at that particular time, you started to realise that my life is actually really fucking good. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need money. I didn't need all these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think when you are growing up, it's actually a blessing to have less because mm. I know people that were brought up and spoiled as kids. Mm. And I remember being a kid and looking at them and, and I was jealous of them mm-hmm. at the time. And I and I kind of wanted what, what they had in it. Like when I go over to their house and they had... They didn't just have the PS1. Hmm. They had the, the PS2, the Wii, the Xbox. Game Boy. The ga- they had the DS. And they had, like, I'll go around there, yeah? And they would have all the games that I want. And, like, me, yeah, I'd have them, like, all my PlayStation games in a nice little, um, them little disc holder things. Yeah. And I'll take care of them. But they'll just, they'll just be, like, throwing them around. Mm. Like, they'll be on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like they just whatever, want, want, want. And like they would have like maybe like snacks cupboards full of like treats all the time. Mm-hmm. And like it was a mad thing. So I think sometimes growing up with not much, like I was happy. I was a happy kid. Yeah. And like I think growing up and being an adult, it just makes you a lot more just ready for life because life is full of challenges in it mm-hmm. and some of the small challenges that you face on a day-to-day some of that discomfort i see people nowadays like as adults moaning complaining and trying to escape it on a huge scale in it mm. um so they fall into addictions they fall into um and that don't have to be like dramatic addictions that could just be like food addictions smoking addictions whatever mm-hmm. um and just an overall just level of just like lack of gratitude, mm. I think, is a yeah. big one. A lot of people that I come across don't have gratitude. Mm. They're not grateful for the small things in life. Mm-hmm. And they complain a lot. They complain like, let's say you just have a general conversation with someone. First thing they would want to do is complain. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. It could be the weather. It could be work. It could be home. It could be the current situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cats. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. cats. <laughs> yeah. Like, start, yeah. Literally, it could be anything. Their kind of mentality is to look for things that they can complain about. And quite often, I can't relate to it because mm. I'm just... I'm just grateful for things. And I, don't, I, I, I honestly feel like I don't need much. Mm. I don't need anything to be happy, to be honest. Is that maybe from like, maybe you grew up, you grew up in the council as, as a state as well, right, Kai? Or Yeah, I grew up yeah. in the council estate. It wasn't, it, it wasn't rough. 
Mm. Like I wasn't going out my house worried about getting stabbed or anything yeah. like that. Like I was yeah. cool. I was in a great, nice little environment. Mm. But it was still a little council estate. It was still, you know, going without. I was in like a little one bedroom with like my two brothers, like bundled into this one tiny bedroom. Yeah. My mom's sleeping on the floor in the sitting room. Like, and then you just go out into the estate and there's people, everyone in this estate is in the same kind of scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. You 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 go out as a kid to play like knock down ginger or run around. You're just running around. You maybe hope and pray that like maybe your mum can give you a pound, mm. and then you spread that pound like crazy. You spread that pound beautifully <laughs> over the yeah. week, maybe. You know what I mean? Little couple pound sweet, little penny sweets here and there, and it was just great. Mm. Ice cream van comes, boy, mm-hmm. you're running. Mm. but you you go out and you're surrounded by kids in the same kind of environment and no one's really got much all we've kind of got is that kind of like community spirit yeah you go out you run about and yeah like it was simpler in it and i'm i'm very grateful that i was in an environment like that mm. because yeah, you paid that ima- too mm-hmm. i can imagine like because no matter what cards you're dealt with in life there's yeah. always disadvantages mm let's say you were brought up in a rich environment and you had everything given to you. Mm-hmm. That's naturally going to make you soft. It's going to make you soft. It's going to make you like comfy. Like it's what's the point? Fat. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a disadvantage at itself. Yeah. 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 So everyone's got a disadvantage, no matter what card you're dealt with. Um, it's all relative. It's all perspective. Mm. yeah bro i'm so glad yeah that you said like it was great like in your terminology just then you was like i was grateful it was great do you know what i'm saying like yeah. the sufferation and i think it kind of like plays into your your whole sort of like mantra of like adapting perishing and stuff like that do you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah and overcoming that feeling of entitlement that a lot of people seem to have um because they've never had to really suffer before Mm. I mean, in my particular area, we, I couldn't hang my washing out. Like, so basically I used to have like, let's say a night t-shirt. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Whatever. Mm. You do your washing, you want to hang it out on the washing line. Yeah. I mean, it's on a balcony. Yeah. Leave on the balcony. And I'll come <laughs> out, I'll come out the next morning to see if my t-shirt or my jumper, my hoodie that like, you know, either myself or like my mum has paid like, you know, big money for at the time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. saved up and I've ran her down for this tracksuit. Yeah. The tracksuit's gone. Yeah. The tracksuit's not on the line. That's peak. Two days later, you see another man wearing it. In your Where is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you can't say it's yours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah. know if it's yours or not. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can't really run him down for it. That yeah. happened to me on multiple occasions. Mm. To the point where we had to like change our strategy with washing. We couldn't put towels out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, and that's the whole. But the thing is, we can laugh at that now, and it's all like it's the dog eat dog mentality, isn't it? It's mm. like, yeah, we're all in the shit. We're all in shit. My friends, I'm not going to say no one's name, but my friends, like dad, happened to be addicted to class A class A drugs, right? Yeah, he was burgling our friends' homes. So like, but the brother, but the the brother was sitting with us. But then like, you just burgled <laughs> my man's. It's, it's all mad. 
You've got, you've got stuff in your bedroom that came from you. This brother's house. You know what I'm saying? You've just now taken his PlayStation. It's a mazel. It's a mazel. Like, That's mad. And, and yeah, and the dad was on absolute smoke. Yeah. He'll, he'll catch us out and he's taking, he's taking like, you know, like the, Eliz- the Elizabeth Duke chains that you get from like, oh, Argos, Elizabeth Duke. Yeah, yeah, he was he was taking so many guys' chains and rings and all that kind of stuff. Sovereign rings. Yeah, but bro, we're the same age as his son. So we're right. hanging around with his son. Meanwhile, he's taking our shit for like to go and sell and like buy drugs and stuff. Do you know what I'm wow. saying? So yeah. Yeah. It's mental. The dog and we but we dealt with that every single day. It's like a random yeah. Tuesday. Oh so and so's window got kicked in yesterday. It's cool. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah. It was kind of normal. Yeah, it was him. It was my man that did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. we'll see him on the road. His son, every, everything's blessed. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, it's it's mad, and the way in which we even like dealt with, even going off of like last week's topic, we kind of dealt with like relationships and and, and people like that. There was yeah. almost this kind of like Mormon community mentality mm. where like if a girl is from your area. Yeah, she can't date another guy outside. Guy from of the other area. area, yeah. Well, that guy from outside of the area is prey when he comes around. All yeah, the yeah. Are oh, on him. mate. Yeah. A new guy come around the area, and we're all on the balcony or on the staircase and stuff. You just see the hawk ears just come up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone's just, you just smell blood. You smell yeah. newness. You smell like a freshness. Do you know what I'm saying? And you just yeah. stick it. You you just stick it on the person to the point mm. where the person don't want to have that stress no more. Yeah. Nah. But you know what? <laughs> You're their property. You're staying yeah. here. And then yeah, you've got... brutal. Brutal. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go back there, you go back to see this this same female now. And, you know, she's been knocked up by a few a few guys from around the area and stuff. And sometimes yeah. it could be mates, it could be real friends, talk. it could be cousins. It's, it's, it's nuts. Cousins. Yeah. It's, it's real fucking, talk. It's fucking crazy. It's nuts. And that's the yeah. thing, like, to me, saying it now... And thinking that the fact that people are going to listen to this, I'm thinking like, I'm talking like I'm insane. I, I'm mm. not making sense what I'm saying. Yeah. But for the better part of my whole life, this was all normal. Everything normal. I'm saying to you now is not shocking to me. Like, mm. it's just all normal. Mm. And there was just yeah, so normal. many, bro, there was just so many other stories. Um, and I wouldn't even put them in the category of like a con or a negative. Yeah. Um, because... We were all just in shit together. It was just yeah. like, whose who's day is it to have the shittest day? That's all it was. Yeah. It was just like yeah. a round robin. Like, it'll be my family's day on Thursday and then on Friday will be yesterday's news. Do you know what I'm saying? We're not in the news yeah. no more. And it'll be someone else's having like a fucking mazel. Like someone else's clothes are getting thrown over balconies. And yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's mad. Brimmer, like, tell us about some of your experiences, man. I mean, I think I want to kind of, um, touch on what Kai said a bit um, about um, like uh, even what you said about what all in this together and I guess if you went to a school around your area or um, I guess around that area you kind of don't see the difference because many people are kind of like in the same predicament but I think I noticed a difference when I started going to um, college um, obviously I mean Southwark you don't really have great colleges there. You've got Southwark College and, I guess, Lambeth and Lewisham. I'm not talking down on them, but they're not the colleges that I was really into. So I went to, like, Westminster, Kingsway, uh, which is next mm. to King's Cross. So that was a different, ex- well, it was a good experience, but I got to see people that, I guess, wasn't from a council estate, people that, I guess, had um, not an easier life, but, well, they didn't count the same things I probably went through. 
and um, yeah, kind of getting to know them and say um, with what Kai said about gratitude and stuff. Um, I was I used to get EMA and that was it, and I used to make the most out of that buying my tracksuits and stuff like that. But um, I'll come across people that will be like complaining, "Oh, my mom didn't get me the newest trainers. She's such a bitch." I'm like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> you're wearing decent trainers already, but like, um, kind of get into that situation. I know it's like that. I guess my struggle or like something I'll complain about, um, is different to I guess what they'd complain about. So in a sense, that made me more like um have more gratitude, like Kai says, um, and that wouldn't even be a problem. I think at the latest tracksuit, I'm wearing one that's decent. Um, it, it looks nice for me. Cool, it's not the most expensive one. But we move on and I'm wearing clothes sort of thing. But I think at the same time that can, although it's a good thing, um, it can lead to you kind of just settling for average or just settling for low, in it? But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's neither pro or con, just like what you're saying. And I think a lot of people kind of link the council estate um, to having a certain mentality where it's more like a con if you get what I'm trying to say to you. But yeah, you notice these differences, like you say, when you go to like work or, or you've, you know, when you start working or like in college and you see the big difference between how you view things and how somebody else views things, like what's the problem for them? And it's not really a problem for me. I ain't got the latest tracks, but I'm still wearing nice clothes. I'm wearing decent enough clothes. So um, yeah, the whole gratitude thing just makes me happy for, I guess, most things that I have or anything that I do have. You know, I never had, you know, the latest console. But eventually I would get it, you know what I'm trying to say to you. So, and when I got it, I took care of it because there's no way if I break it, you know, with with my brothers and sisters and stuff, then my mum's going to readily buy me another one again. So I cherish things and I kind of look after things more. If that makes sense. And you can't, I don't think you can learn that from any book or anywhere. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah. It's like what Kyle was saying, like with the whole gratitude thing. He'll yeah. go to a friend's house or whatever. And they'll be throwing, literally throwing PlayStation games around like it's frisbees. Yeah, he piss take. He had. <laughs> he looks pissed off already. Yeah, he, he looks pissed, pissed off. Ah, piss he had take. He had the cushion thing where you put the the sleeve where you put the discs in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. He made sure that he looked after it with his heart and soul because he yeah. knows a struggle, a sense of struggle. Mm. And the other lesson that I'm going to pass to you, Kai, in a minute again. But the other lessons that you can kind of learn from these scenarios. What I've literally just come to my mind now is teamwork. You know, yeah. we three of us are on a podcast right now. Yeah. Um, we all maybe work in companies and stuff. We play football, we play sports and stuff like that. When you grow up in environments where you don't really have much, you learn how to get along with people. You learn how to adapt to different people's mentalities, different people's mm-hmm. personalities, and you learn how to deal with different peoples from different backgrounds. Yeah. I feel as if there's a lot of arrogance and ignorance um, to people who have grown up kind of in solitude in a rich home or in a, in a place where in their own sort of bubble in a bit of a bubble there you go in a bubble mm. and it doesn't allow them when they actually go into the real world and they have to like deal with people they maybe travel to different countries yeah. and stuff they can't handle it they can't handle it yeah there's many people that like i've met like when i've gone like abroad and stuff and i don't want to turn this into a big conversation mm. We can save it for another time, but there's so many people that I've met that literally you go to their different country and they just stay on the resort the whole holiday, two yeah, weeks. They yeah. just stay on the resort. They don't go out anywhere because they're scared. They've heard like on TripAdvisor, they heard last year that this person got robbed or 
yeah people snatch your bags and you know what i'm saying like or you get yeah. kidnapped yeah and it's like they spend their two weeks wages just like literally sorry two weeks of like a holiday um cost to actually sit around a swimming pool and then just yeah. eat the same buffet food and whatever do you know what i'm saying they rather than maybe get to zone. know the locals and talk to the locals or kind of like adventure a bit just get out of your luxury prison. You don't need mm. to talk to locals. Just get out Trust. of the prison. Mm. Mm. Just get on a fucking bus and go on mm. tour somewhere. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to go out and explore the world. Why are you paying mm. this money? You could have just sat around your pool in your garden mm. in the UK because it's mm. sunny back home as well. Mm. So I think a lot of this comes down to developing relationships, yeah. and being part of a team and knowing your role as well and being yeah. humble enough and sort of being grateful enough to be around people that are willing to help you. Yeah. And things like that. Like, do you have any sort of like other lessons that you feel as if you've kind of learned, Kai, like growing up? Yeah, I think to touch on what you're saying about the teamwork thing, I think that's great. A great point. Um, yeah, it, there was a teamwork element to just being on the estate. Like I remember, yeah, I had two neighbours the neighbor to my right, I was on the third floor. The neighbor to my right was this old lady. Mm. Old lady, yeah? She must have been, I don't know, in her 80s or something. And, like, I remember going in there with my mum and, like, we'd help her out, in it Because she mm. was old. And we'd help her, like, make sure that everything in the house is okay. Yeah. She's eating. She's good. Things are sorted out. Like, I remember as a kid just walking in there and the house smelled like piss, bruv. Oh, gosh. The house the house smelled like piss. You guys, I'm going home now. I'm it already smelled, home. <laughs> it smelled like the woman was pissing all over the carpet, bruv. And the decor was mad, you know. The decor was mad. And, like, when I went in there, yeah, she would offer me this cake, mm. this fruit cake. And, you know, because I had to be polite, I had yeah. to eat this cake, but you know, because the root <laughs> smelled like piss, I didn't want to eat. I wasn't comfortable, but I ate it anyway, didn't I? You know, to be polite. And it was mad. I remember just spending time, just like making sure she was okay. And I remember there was this one night, man. There was this like loud sound out, outside late night. And this old woman had took a fall. Oh outside like on the like outside her door mm. and she'd like hit her head yeah. it was mad and my mom had to call like the ambulance and everything mm. like, she was popping out she used to pop out at like nine o'clock at night thinking it was nine o'clock in the morning right. like she was gone in it okay so, like, try and go post office and that so like she took this fall and then yeah i just remember like bare ambulances and stuff like that to come and help her out it was crazy Yeah, you just had to help out the little neighbours that you had. And I remember spending a lot of time at my next door neighbours. Anytime there's a new kid like on the in the estate or on the block, it's always exciting. And my actual next door neighbour was a new kid, right? And I don't know, I can't remember exactly where he's from, but he's like a European family. He was from like Sweden or somewhere Icelandic, somewhere like that, right? And I used to go around his, his, his um, next door and play Casper on PS1. That was, that was a that was an underrated game, you know. PS One things, and he had a little like baby brother called Jamal, young kids, right? We're just having fun. I used to go around there quite regularly. He's next door, 
And then there's the one night I remember police, everything, sirens. His mum was a heroin addict and she overdosed. Oh, gosh. Just like that, gone. Left a little bit, like a two-year-old kid and like a, I don't know, eight-year-old kid just there in the house, fending for themselves. It was mad. But as a kid, it was just like, oh, what's going I didn't even really understand what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. So it was crazy. But I think these kind of experiences kind of make like things nowadays relatively just like calm. Do you know what Mm, I mean? mm. And like going through awkward, like uncomfortable experiences, it just sets you up better in life. Whether it was purposefully taught to you from your parents or whatever or it was just like a and like, like for example i remember this one time right i went to this playground and i was wearing hand-me-downs bruv mm. and like i'm the oldest brother in my family so i wasn't wearing i was wearing handy-downs from my mum, bruv <laughs> my mum's our trainers bruv. do you know how mad that sounds that sounds like a that sounds like a primary school joke you wear your mum's clothes no, that's, oh, hard. Trust. that's hard <laughs> trust bruv I wasn't like I'm the oldest brother, so I'm not wearing my oldest bro- like my older brother's trainers. I'm wearing my mum's trainers, bruv. Mm. Fucking gags of shit. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The trainers, there were some blue and white things, bruv. The brand, I can't remember the brand. It was called like Sika or Kika. It was like C I C A. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. You remember it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bruv, I went to this, I went to this playground one time and I got fucking roasted, bruv. <laughs> I got fucking roasted. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of kids taking a piss out of my life. They said, look at your trainers, bruv. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, kick out. I remember that. Where did you get them from, bruv? Like, they roasted the shit out of me, innit? Mm. But that builds character, you know? Yeah. That does. That builds character, bruv. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that I was wearing those dead trainers, bruv. I was uh, grateful yeah. for it. Yeah, I, no, I respect that. See, that's what I'm saying. I think like it's all a silver lining thing because even we laughed. As soon as you said that, we laughed. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, we've all been torn to shreds um, yes. like growing up. And I think, like you said, it just bit, the, the character building that you get mm. from that, yeah, you, yeah. you can deal with anything after that mm. because kids in those environments are just like different level. Brutal. Yeah, um, yeah literally. I'll... Bro, like, as you can probably imagine, I was, I was skinny. Yeah. I was marga when I was younger. Yeah. Same. So I got it all, man. You know, like the, I was being compared to like, you know, those uh, charity adverts that you see and stuff like that. I was being compared to <laughs> Trust. that. Trust. Like, yeah. Talking about flies flying on my face and all that. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cusses were going around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's mad. And you know what? Back then you think to yourself, like, oh man, like, I don't want to go onto the playground today because I, I don't mm. know what's about to happen to me. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Um, and it's a fight or flight mentality as well. Mm. Um, you need to learn to like stick up for yourself. You need to learn to be able to like handle yourself and fight yeah. or, or literally fly in it. Mm-hmm. But as you said, it's character building. And it's something that I feel as if like all kids nowadays should go through. Even if you're in a good place and you're in a situation where you're like above working class, and you're able to like pay for your kid to like do certain things. Mm. Either you've got to do it, or your your friends who are like almost seen as your kid's uncles, mm. or your, your kid's friends in his school, or his like environment, 
or yeah. hers need to be learned how to be torn to shreds and need to be told about themselves. Everything mm. can't be rosy. Everything yeah. can't be positive because they're going to get a rude awakening when they go out into the real world and have to deal with rejection by jobs, mm. by opposite sex, whatever, whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like, and Brimmer, do you feel as if there's any sort of like other lessons that you've kind of learned? I mean, the character building is key, but even like what I was saying to you about the community sense, like, um, I had a mix of neighbours. Um, Burmese is predominantly like, um, I guess, like um, English people and stuff like that. But I would Millwall. live next. Yeah, you had a Millwall lots as well. Um, shouts out to my uh, Millwall guys. But um, we had like, um, my neighbours were just mixed and you would like um, learn more about their culture without going on holiday. Um, even if you couldn't afford a holiday, you'll know about Turkish people, their cuisine, like what, their, what they eat you would ask them to come to yours and munch off some jollof rice. Um, you know, down the, the, the neighbour down the road offer you a bit of pie and mash. All types of stuff, you know what I mean? So you're cultured without even actually leaving the country and stuff like that. But um, I kind of I wanted to talk about um, what you said, um, how you see you put your clothing out and stuff like that. <clears throat> and um, it'll get stolen. But, I got um, moved to. I got moved to, bro. Like, honestly. But listen, have you been moved to by your own friend let me explain like with the community sense right like when i lived in the council estate let's say say us three are friends and we all live like you know down the road or like on the same same block or even next door like my mum front door if you was to walk in while i'm not there she wouldn't blink an eyelid like oh yeah liam's coming you can go to my room whatever whatever mm-hmm. anyways for some strange reason i think i went somewhere and i've come back home late and my mum's obviously made the food and whatnot. I've come to eat now. Food's, food's yam up. I said to my mum, what's going on here? Oh, yeah, yeah, your friend, so I'm not going to mention his name. Your friend so-and-so came. He was a bit hungry, innit? So he ate your food. So it's kind of like, I guess, like, everybody's doors open kind of thing. And everybody can come in and, you know what I mean? I could probably go to his house and do the same thing. So I can't even complain about that. Um, even, yes, just things like... Um, if my mum's going shopping and the bags are heavy, someone sees her, they're helping her. They're, you know what I mean? She ain't got arts for help and stuff like that. It's like the community sense. Um, yeah, I think um, with the um, lesson, I guess, team building, I guess being more like um, having more gratitude and being more thankful. And yeah, I don't really think I complain about, I guess it's a matter of opinion, things that don't really matter. You get what yeah. I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, the thing is, it's like what Kai was saying, right? And it's funny because, like, I was thinking about it and I forgot to say it, but when you're living in these environments, you have to deal with loss Mm. quite a lot. Mm. Like, your next-door neighbour just sometimes just passes away Mm. for no reason. Like, they're dead, that's it. Mm -hmm. And then they will will that person out. They bring a new new family in and Mm. they they pack out the yard. So it's like two-bedroom flat and they pack about six people into it. Yeah, and it's like it's just one after the other. It's a revolving door. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And you just have to get used to dealing with that. Yeah, it's just like you build relationships with people, and then the next minute someone's getting evicted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then That's like they're, they're being moved like 20 miles to another part of London or 20 mm. miles outside of London or whatever. Mm. And you're like, well, me and this person will just develop in a friendship. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And back mm. then. We didn't have mobile phones or email or Facebook yeah. or whatever. You get me? So we were literally 
are building friendships like in the real form. I've got to know you for two to three months. Like we're rolling every single day. We're going to each other's house playing computer games and playing football yeah. and knock down ginger and fucking all sorts of games. Do you know what I'm saying? We're fighting, mm. wrestling, whatever. Then the brother's gone because his mum doesn't <laughs> want to pay no bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. brother yeah, just disappears. Yeah, yeah. Disappears. Like, it's mad. Yeah. You're like, oh, what happened to my man? He's, just, he's gone. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It becomes, it's like a bit of gossip. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a bit of gossip. And then another story happens. Someone dies. Yeah. Or someone gets robbed. Mm-hmm. Or someone gets stabbed. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just like one thing after the other all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it teaches you a lot about loss and it teaches you a lot about like how to look after things as well. Mm. That responsibility, um, that feeling Absolutely. of like being able to like take care of yourself and take care of other people in your community and your yeah. family as well. Yeah. Like Kai and his mum didn't know the lady next door from Adam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for all of her badness, like the smelling of piss and like fucking fruitcake thing and yeah. all this other stuff that was going on, they helped the woman out. And then when yeah. the woman, when the woman felt because she was going post office at 9 p.m., yeah, Kai's mum or Kai or whatever ran out of the yard and like, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to help. Care. But like, if you're walking down the street now and on your high street and you see someone like fall, you might not. A lot of mm. people may not don't want to get involved. Yeah, it's not mm. my it's not my business. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Back to my phone, looking back down at my screen again, scrolling yeah. through a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But back then, all we had was each other, and we literally yeah. would like look after each other as if we're all one family. <laughs> bro, I wish Kai, you were my neighbor. The other day, brother, all this sign of <laughs> Amazon. Um, I was at work, cool. I must have missed the knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got an email to say we tried your neighbor, they refused your delivery. There ain't no community spirit around where oh. I live now. Just sign for my stuff, bruv. They don't care for man. So, but I know like in the council, like when I live in the council state, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Boom. Yeah, I'm trying to say to you, but like, um, yeah, that sense of care, like you said, Ty, where you're looking after the old lady and, and whatnot. I think, I don't know if this is another question, but I just want to say like, um, how is it like when you go back to your council state now at that we see obviously all over London, most of the council estates kind of been knocked down and like you got these kind of new builds and stuff like that. I go to my old estate and I'm like, mm, it's not quite the same. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That community vibe, that community spirit is it's not quite there. How's it like for you, Lee, um, if you go back to your old estate? Um, for me personally, um, so I currently, I'm not going to give away my location, but I live quite close to my old estate now. Um, so yeah. I do pass it every now and again. And I think that, yeah, I get a bit of gentrification. You can see mm. there's a lot of change. And there's something in me yeah, that's quite like, there's a perverse thing in me, which is quite funny, where obviously I'm a cool person. I'm a working man or whatever. Yeah. But I do sometimes laugh to myself when I see a middle-class person in my area. I'm thinking you would never have survived 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh man! Like, we, the wolves. We would be wearing that stuff. The stuff they're in, they would be wearing. Like I'd be in all their garb. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, was, I laugh sometimes. I just smile under my breath. But a lot, another thing that I tend to do as well is because I'm so busy now, yeah. And my mind is so on like progressing and moving forward and stuff. And it's quite bad actually. It's quite sad because it goes against everything we've just been talking about with community yeah. spirit and stuff. I tend to go near my new my old area sorry and i tend to 
try to avoid any form of like long-term conversation because yeah, I'm not, yeah. because I know what it's like to be from this environment. And if yeah. you're still in that environment, you still carry those same behaviors. Mm. So as much as we're saying how positive it was, mm. there's a lot of negativity attached to it as well. And it's not their fault. Um, yeah. And I was once part of it, obviously. Yeah. But there's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of resentment. There's a lot of us versus them mentality. Yeah. In the council estates. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of gossip and insecurity and questions. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I tend to kind of move in and out. Yeah. I kind of just go about my business. Don't quite hang around too much. Yeah. I don't hang around too much. Um, but it's the place that made me at the end of the day. So I'm just so mm. thankful as well for it. Mm. If, you know, if I hopefully get to a point in my life where I can help people out yeah. in those environments, then by all means, I want to be able mm. to like, do something and give back when I, when I get to a certain age, um, yeah. at a certain point in my life, I guess. I think that's key as well, Lee, because um, like um, I think you've been, you and Kai have been to my event where I, I host every um, every year. I think the, the only year we haven't really done it was um, was it last year, two thousand twenty, due to COVID. But um, I think like giving back, um, and yeah, I, what I do is I throw like a um, like a it's kind of like a street party, music, free food, everyone eats, everyone drinks, kind of like as my give give back because obviously we were all angels at the council estate at some point, you know, not going to incriminate myself. A couple cars got smashed for, you know, just silly reasons and stuff like that. Or just have a kid. But I feel like it's important if you've, I guess, come out of a council estate and you're, I guess, doing well to kind of give back from time to time as well. But yeah, you're right about the, um, I guess the mentality and stuff. And you notice it earlier on, even though like we say, we, we say all these positive stuff, but you do get some, funny situations i remember one of my neighbors um um what did he do he basically renovated his garden or something like that and it was the talk amongst like all the neighbors oh he's done his garden he thinks he's kind of better than us now kind of thing mm-hmm. that's why i say to a certain extent there is that crabs in the bucket mentality kind of thing oh you know yeah he thinks he's better than us he's got his new garden done but at the same time i think it's down to the insecurity uh thing that you mentioned isn't it because I can't do my garden, but he can. What's he doing that I'm not doing? I think a lot of it is all to do with, yeah, dealing with like different forms of sort of like jealousy and insecurity. Like Mm. my mum will decorate her hallway the next week three of the neighbors have copied the hallway yeah like, my mum you couldn't yeah you couldn't yeah. stop her from being yeah. she was pissed off she took it out of me you know what i'm saying but yeah we'll get into that another time but she'll be pissed off you know what i'm mm. saying and you go into their house and you feel like you're an in inception you don't know what mm. hallway you're in you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, like, it's like a house of mirrors you know what i mean so yeah it was, it's crazy the things that you just kind of like go through or like yeah you buy a brand new pair of trainers and then four of your friends have the same trainers as you next yeah. week and stuff why are you doing this man? yeah 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 like but kai similar to the question that brim was asking like do you sort of like have a connection to the area that you grew up in and if so like or have you ever been back and then you know do you see any differences or do you get any form of like nostalgia when you go there yeah um i mean i'm still quite like at the moment i'm local to the estate that i grew up on but i never really there's no real reason for me to actually go into the estate. Mm. It was like quite a big estate that had multiple different houses in it. There's no reason for me to actually cut through and go in there. So I can't tell you the last time I was in there. Mm. 
but I see it. I see it. And yeah, there's always nostalgia. Always brings back memories of, you know, times of being a kid and running around, um, staying at childminders. There's always like a couple of different childminders as well. Mm. Like when my mom would go to work, I'll stay at one of one or two of the um, local neighbors' houses, isn't Big. it? Big. Um, that was always a good thing as well. Good for stuff like that. But um, yeah, no, it's always good memories, isn't it? It's always positive, good memories. Um, but I think it's all perception, though, because you see the way us, man, yeah, look at this lifestyle growing up. It's all quite positive, isn't it? Mm. But there are negatives to it. And I feel like a lot of people, depending on your perception, can get caught up in that. Mm. And a lot of people can feel like victims, like victimhood. Like yeah, me, my... oh, okay, I see what you mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah the, the system's out to, set, to basically make me fail or something like that. Is that what you mean? Kind of Absolutely. Thing? And mm. I've been I've been dealt a shit hand. Mm. The cards that I've been dealt are shit. Us versus them mentality. Mm. I think that's dead. I think that's absolutely dead. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand why someone would think like that. So I don't hold it against them, mm-hmm. but I'd always encourage people to kind of try and f- look past that mentality mm-hmm. because it's never going to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at yourself as a victim, looking at yourself, like <clears throat> I-, I could never look at myself as a victim. I don't care yeah. what's happened to me. I don't care what my situation is. Mm-hmm. Like I am in, I believe myself. I'm in control of my life, mm-hmm. and it's my responsibility to make the most of my life. Mm. I don't care how I grew up. I don't care what happens to me. I don't care about whatever circumstances I have. If I'm yeah. a man, if I'm mixed race, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's still my responsibility at the end of the day to make the most of my life. Yeah, and granted circumstances for certain people could be harder hundred mm. percent, but it still doesn't change my perception of I'm going to make the most of my life. Yeah. You know, and like, it's easy, like people easily have got caught up in the negativity of these situations in it. Mm. And you see that some people, even now you kind of almost don't want to have a conversation with them because you know that they're still, it's stuck in that same mentality so that's why i say like liam you was kind of touching on it it's almost like you feel bad but sometimes when you go through these areas and you see certain people from your past that have grown up on these estates they might still be stuck in that same yeah place yeah and i'm not there in it yeah not mentally in it mentally i'm i'm moving forward and i'm taking the positives out of the situation yeah um and that's how i think i I try and approach any situation and i think it's great that us guys have kind of looked at it like that because there's a lot of negatives you could you could focus on yeah that's 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 big that's big facts firstly kai you raised a few good points um i'll obviously touch on your last bit shortly but you said something about, oh, you come and stay over at your neighbor's house. I think that's a yeah. big thing as well, especially like with most of our parents, like obviously being working class or a single mum, et cetera. 
that yeah. community vibe what I was saying which I wanted to touch on was like um let's say my mom does um I don't know like um a certain shift and she can't pick me up from school my neighbors or whoever I go to school will go around to theirs and when she gets home etc then I'll obviously go home and then my mom will probably drop the kids off in the morning so it was like a a kind of like clockwork thing everyone kind of helps each other yeah. out so that 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 was big um the victim thing I guess really when you are in a a bubble really I guess I'd say yeah. you think everything is set out to kind of um against you all the cards are against you and stuff like that yes you'll get through the obstacles but you think it's always going to be like that because it's set up against you now there's only so yeah. many factors and stuff and so many things going on but I think your point where you said you're not going to let it define you and you're going to do your thing at the end of the day was a sick point because I'm sure we've got people that are still in the estate. You go around there and they haven't moved on. So they might bring up an embarrassing story. Oh, remember that time you were, uh, you pissed in yourself and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is it like, I think it's like a little one up on you because I guess you're doing well, kind of take the piss and they're stuck in that old mentality and yeah you can't really be um giving your energy and time to them but on the flip side though okay yeah what i would say is though some of the setups of the council states is a bit funny because um yeah there's always a bookie or there's always a, a dirty greasy chicken and chip shop around there and again obviously it's the decisions you make you know that would um, i guess help yourself but it's when I look back at it, I'm like, hmm, it's a bit, it's a bit of a funny, funny one there because you would always have the off license that's up or open too late. Obviously, serving alcohol, you have obviously the bookies down the road or the the greasy Morleys and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, I guess what the main thing you're saying is it's your, you never let that define you, and you, you've taken it in your own hands and not just kind of, yeah, this is me and this is gonna be me forever kind of thing. Yeah, it's like you you could look at the Morleys the off-license, the bookies, and you could delve into that world, innit? Mm. I think the key to um, changing society and creating a better world Mm. fundamentally is creating better families. Mm. That's where it starts, innit? It starts in the home. Mm. It starts with families that have a strong father and a strong mother. And they're raising their kids in the right way. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Because a, a strong family unit, it doesn't matter what's going on outside. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Mm. You're going to raise your kids in the right way to have the right values. You're going to build your kids up with character. So it doesn't matter about the temptations, the cars you've been dealt with. Mm. You, don't, you, don't, you don't need money. You don't need anything to have character. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You yeah. could be homeless. Mm. You could still have character and values. Mm. So that's what the focus, like that's where my focus is right now mm. is in terms of if you want to change society, you change like family units in it. Sick. Sick. It starts with the kids. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. It's not easy. It's not easy yeah. to do that, especially when, you know, raised in single mother homes. Yeah. Quite often. Like most yeah. of my friends, they were brought up by their mums. So I know what it's like, like so many people. So it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I think, um, 
I like the fact that you centered it around character because yeah. I think, yeah, character is definitely, in my personal opinion, built in the home. I would say that your environment does make you the person who you are as well. You do become a product yeah. of your environment. Yeah. But I think if you've got a strong family unit and you've got a strong fam like a strong household, you learn certain principles or certain mannerisms and stuff that can kind of like almost allow you to elevate from yeah. that particular environment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like a flipping I don't know. There's like different periods on like a timeline. So you can start off from your childhood and you can be like part of this strong family unit. You can be like relatively well educated and you can be looked after and nurtured. And as soon as you go out to school and you start like mixing with people and if your yeah. environment happens to be quite bad, mm-hmm. you will go through a bit of a patch where you've then got to start to decide, you start to debunk again and you start to like chip away at the things that you learned from your household. Mm, yeah. And then the good thing is though, and what Kyle was saying was like, because that character has been in, instilled in you, your parents haven't given up on you and your household yeah. has not given up on you you eventually do catch yourself again. Yeah. Maybe it yeah. takes, it takes time to, to find yourself. It could be late teens. It could be like early, early adulthood. Yeah. But you do find yourself again. You say to yourself, I was acting like an absolute arsehole for a good, yeah. like five yeah. to six years. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you do bring yourself back. Brimmer, you made an excellent point as well about us being kind of set up to fail. Mm. Um, I'm of the belief as well that you should not be making excuses for your mm-hmm. environment. And you should mm-hmm. try to turn your environment that you grew up in into a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, we all get dealt bad cards, some worse yeah. than others. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think we even said it on like the first episode. There's, I'm not going to go into it again, but there's homeless people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I still had a meal. Yeah, my meal wasn't maybe the most substantial, but like mm-hmm. I had a meal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that to a degree, the way in which society is structured. And again, we could be here all night talking about this. We yeah. are sort of like set up to stay within our box. Yeah. And if I'm being really sympathetic, I can then understand the whole us versus them mentality to a degree. I don't mm. have it. And I look down upon people to a degree that do have it. But I can understand that if you've grown up in an environment where you've been continuously just fed, like just about enough money to survive, aka benefits, gyro you've been fed with chicken and chip shop on every single corner, yeah. sweet, sweet shop. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, gossip, trying to keep up with the neighbors. Like yeah. you guys, you guys are bragging and comparing like color of walls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's, that's how, that's how mediocre people's lives are. Mm. And their gossip and their like enemy and their fighting comes down to like decorating your house or what carpet you picked. Tidings and all of that. Absolute bullshit. So, mm we they that's their world that is their bubble Mm. Um, and i say there as if it's like a distant thing to me but like that was my bubble for a long time Mm. you know like i compared my my peers were people that i I grew up with Mm. um you know we compared ourselves who's the best footballer who's the fastest runner who's the strongest this that and whatever do you know what i'm saying so it's only when you actually get out and again i keep referencing our episodes when you get out and get your first job you start working, you start traveling, you start meeting people from other environments and stuff. It's only then that you start to really sort of like find yourself and you maybe mm. go back to that root of like who you really was as a person when you were younger before yeah. your environment tried to chew you up. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Bruma, you made an excellent point just about like the whole, the societal things that are like put in place in order for us to quote unquote fail. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. And yeah, Kai, Kai's point as well and your point is um, about like um, certain values that are, I guess, within you. They would, I guess, determine whether you start eating mollies five times a week or if you start to, you know, go into a, a certain lifestyle, which I guess is it's not it's not cool. It's not cool altogether. But at a certain age, like you say, um, for five or six years, that might be cool to have the flashy car or the, uh, you know, that, you know, the lifestyle I'm basically talking about. But ultimately, if you've got that morals that I guess your your mom or your dad or both have installed in you, you kind of do after a while see it and be like nah that's not the way but the thing is some people obviously which is another conversation don't get to don't get to have the privilege of I guess learning the lesson learning the lesson of that without actually having mad repercussions whether that's you know they're gone away or they're not no longer here and stuff like that so yeah, man, it's, it's 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 a deep one. It's a deep one, you know. But um, yeah, like we say, with with the with the council state and stuff, you kind of build character. Um, I'd say to kind of like a summarize, you build character like the cussing matches, etc. The community sense that I wouldn't trade for anything. But there's obviously the negatives, like I guess not small minded mentality, but you can't see beyond what you see, kind of thing. You can't see beyond your immediate environment and you think that's you forever bro you don't know that you're broke mm. i only realized that i was broke when i started making money yeah like honestly when i became an adult i only noticed then that i was broke yeah <laughs> but we didn't know yeah, we were broke no, we didn't bro i was wearing night track suits here black night track suits that were faded like you know like the actual cotton because the sun was just touching them. Yeah, I had, brown, I had brown tracksuits, but they were supposed to be black. Brother, my, my, <laughs> you see the quads here? You see the quads of my tracksuit bottoms? They were red, bro. They were rusted and they were yeah, meant to be yeah. black. Yeah, yeah. And that's because they got washed more than like a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I had to keep rocking with it. And mate, the bagginess, the bagginess of it all. And like the trainers, like man, I had one yeah. pair of trainers and I had to make that shit last for like, yeah. And, Bro, we're playing football in things like TNs and like playing yeah. football in like fucking Air Max 95s and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Not even proper, like we're running in them, doing all sorts of stupidness in them, jumping over mm. walls and whatever else. Yeah. And it was just fucking normal. Yeah. But then if I saw, if I visualized myself as a teenager or as like a kid now, I'd be like, oh, that, that guy needs help. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not just me though. Yeah, like, this yeah, is not a yeah, sub story. Yeah. It's like yeah. all of us. This this is this is the generation, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's a generational change as well as like an environment as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Like, you guys, you guys though, I'd say are lucky because you guys are the old older siblings, right? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up and stuff, I went to a different school for my brother. But my brother's school blazer was like um black and red. And my blazer was just, my blazer was black. Yeah. Best believe my mum tried to, to give me, yeah. <laughs> tried to give me the yeah. blazer. I was like, nah, mum, I can't be wearing this to school. It's totally different colours. She tried, do you know the, um, the badge on the blazer is like near the breast, the, 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 like the chest part. She tried like 
I guess, um, unstitching it mm-hmm. and then trying to slap my school blades on top of it. Yeah. But yeah, man, you guys are, you, well, I guess, I guess even in that <laughs> saying, you, it's, it was all comparative, isn't it? You guys never had to, I guess, wear your brother's blazer or anything like that. But yeah, it's um, crazy. The struggles are funny though, when I look back at it. Bro, like before we close this off, I'm telling you, we're going to probably, school will probably be a, uh, a topic of ours, mm, I guess. Definitely, but when definitely. I tell you my blazers were like, I was rocking blazers, yeah, for so long. The fading of my blazers and the <laughs> yeah, badge, yeah. you know them iron-on badges? The badge was yeah. just like hanging off. Hanging off, innit? it? Yeah. It got mad small for me. So every time I just bend my arms, I feel like I got carpet burns. Like it was fucking crazy, man. But, oh, man. No, guys, um, yeah, great conversation again. Mm. Um, and again, I'm sure a lot of people can like relate, um, but a lot of people also will not have an insight into this stuff. So we need yeah. to kind of like educate people and let them know the things that are going on um, in in different people's worlds and in different people's lives and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This has been Call Center Podcast Episode Five. Good evening, guys. Peace. Peace.